Okay, so tomorrow is uh, the Miracle Day. It's the 15th of the first uh, lunar month in the, in the lunar calendar. And it's uh, one of the four great days in the Buddhist year in which your merit multiplies. I don't know the, the math of the merit, the merit math, um, but some, so many million times, you know. So it's very good tomorrow if, um, you know, we, we really have a very in-depth kind of day of retreat and, um, you know, kind of quiet and, and people really doing their sessions. Do some extra practices if you can, either prostrations or mandala offerings or mantra. Do some circumambulation. You know, it's a day in the Tibetan community when there's, you know, people really do extra practice. And so I'm going to do some some extra things that, uh, which is why I wanted to shift the interview times. Um, and the reason for this is uh, that at the time of the Buddha, there were some of the Madhatera ascetics who uh, had developed different magical powers, and they uh, were they challenged the Buddha to a contest. You know, because the Buddha was getting to be a little bit too famous for their liking, and uh, thought that they would be able to defeat him in the miracle contest. And of course, the Buddha, he, you know, for him those things are like unimportant. They're they're called worldly, supernatural, supernormal powers. So even somebody without uh, any realization of renunciation or wisdom can have those powers. You get them just by concentration. Or some people have them just by according to karma. So uh, the Buddha was not one to accentuate those or emphasize them. But these people just kept pushing and pushing and pushing, you know. So finally the Buddha uh, consented. And of course he outdid them all in his, mer- his display of miracles. And so they converted and became the Buddha's disciples. And then, of course, he put them on the right path to uh, enlightenment, which, you know, is different than having all these kinds of miraculous powers. Now, in Buddhist practice, there is a place for developing these powers. Um, For somebody on the Bodhisattva path, they're useful for benefiting sentient beings. Okay? So a Bodhisattva would develop them so that they could... Uh, know the karma of the various sentient beings that they met and see, you know, if they had the best karmic relationship uh, with them to teach them and lead them or if somebody else did. They would use them to see what kind of disposition somebody had, what kind of interest, you know, are they more inclined towards arhatship, more inclined towards the bodhisattva vehicle, are they somebody who like this has a very a nature of devotion and faith or there's somebody who likes to analyze things critically and so you can gain all this kind of information about somebody and if you have compassion then with that information you know how best able to benefit that person and so it's in that way that the bodhisattvas develop these kinds of powers okay and so there's different kinds of powers that that they can develop. I think in this case, the ones with the, the um, supernormal powers of, uh, you know, like 
walking on water and going under the earth and flying in the sky and, you know, kind of having fire come out of your body. And, um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was just thinking, <laughs> you know, gee, so <laughs> we're almost to that. <laughs> But the main thing is, you know, your bodhicitta practice. That's the most important thing. Because even if you have those kind of powers, if you don't have bodhicitta, it doesn't, they don't get put to good use and they could even be used in a harmful way to oneself or to others.